0: The presenting sponsor of UpMarket is Aereo, the best place to grow and manage your real estate media business, online at aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O dot com. Coming to you from the makeshift UpMarket studio in the beautiful Ojai Valley of Southern California, this is UpMarket. A podcast about the business of real estate photography and media my name is reed fish i am the ceo of upmarket media and sad trombone again no mark corcoran today my normal co-host and chelsea Frolick producing from afar but it's not just me talking for an hour we have a we have a guest and i'm going to intro him in just a moment but first are you guys going to pmre come on i'm going to pmre i'm going to be podcasting from pmre I'm going to have fond memories of when i spoke at pmre last year um, and be jealous of everyone else who's on stage Um, but that's okay so i'm most excited though to be there and network with my peers in the industry which i think you should do too if you're listening to this podcast you are prime candidate to go to pmre and if you're not get on the train now tickets are selling there's still some there's a few left but you know you want to get in there and get that thing done so it's pmre conference the photography and media for real estate conference Conference.com, get in there, get your seat. And you know what? They have some optional workshops too warm up workshops, the workshops the couple of days before the conference in Las Vegas. And we are so happy that we have one of the workshop presenters or teachers or whatever we're calling them uh, here with us today. And that is Casey Jones, who is the CEO of Shutterzone Media in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Casey, I, I want to start with uh, saying, you know, I guess we're both owners of a real estate media business. Are you hurting as much as we are? The the market here has been brutal. How's it been for you?
1: So the market, I mean, we felt the shift. We felt that change. <laughs> the
0: shift. Um, yes, that's nice yes. way we're putting it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say we hit the economical shift as well as the seasonal shift all at once. So we were hurting for a minute, but it's bounced back like crazy. And, um, yeah, we've started picking up a lot, actually, averaging a lot of new clients every single day. So that's uh, a positive for us.
0: Oh, that's good. Well, how how big is your company?
1: So we have 10 people that shoot for us uh, from anywhere from Madison to northern Illinois up to Appleton, Wisconsin. So about an hour and a half radius around us. Oh, all right. So. so, and
0: so you're having shooters who are kind of home-based in, in those different areas or are you kind of all just coming out of Milwaukee?
1: No, they're all home-based in different areas just to help uh, make it easier yes. for drive time. And also, yeah.
0: Yeah. We, uh, we, we've tried to do that actually. We've hired two people who yeah. uh, were in an area where we wanted to have more business. And then after they started working for us, they both decided to move to our home area. Just randomly, yeah. So it was really good. So I was like, "Oh, yeah, well, that was great. That was great." We hired one of the big reasons we hired you is because you could service this other area for us, so we didn't have to pay mileage to drive uh, 45 minutes hour away. And then they very conveniently just moved to Ventura, which is our where our headquarters are located. But we love our employees, even so. But you know, because we can't tell them, "Oh, you can't move. You're going to get fired if you move."
1: Yeah, no, it's just a little minor hiccup.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, just mine. Just nothing. It's just really nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, well, so but so are you shooting then or no?
1: So actually, I take on appointments if we are overflowing. So I pre- basically keep my schedule open in that sense where if uh, someone can't get booked, that's when I'll jump out there and basically get in the field. Otherwise, for the most part, I spend more time innovating and stuff.
0: Oh, you're you're, just spending your time innovating. Tell me more about, tell me more about that. I, I, you know, I, I innovated a sandwich a few weeks ago, but that's about the most I've innovated. So,
1: well, there's this net that goes in the toilet. So (laughs) if your keys, they don't fall in. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, no, I spend a lot of time. uh, It's like, so developing, I'll try new techniques, new equipment and everything. Um, For example, right now I've been playing with the, the Insta 360 X3 just because the quality Mm -hmm. is insane with it and the AI technology Uh, they have built into it. I don't even know what
0: that is. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, it's the Insta360. So you use them for Matterport normally. However, with the stabilization in it and everything, I've been going to houses and trying it out for video sake. And it's actually Mm -hmm. crazy how good the stabilization is and how you can control the direction you're looking, everything, and it's getting really good results. So I spend a lot of time trying to figure out how we can do our job faster and more efficiently But get the same Mm -hmm. results basically so i'm always purchasing either new equipment to try it out and see how it is or i'm um, Mm -hmm. diving into more tech related things so like we were developing an app and all that stuff that's that's still in the works um but yeah i just i have a a brain for curiosity so i'm always looking at Mm -hmm. how we can make things better more efficient
0: so w- what can so what cameras are you using for your Matterport? Because I know we Mark and I have been talking about that recently. Of you know, because we have a couple Matterport twos and we have the the Pro three, um, which is pretty killer. Uh, but then we were like, yeah, you know, these other ones seem like they're doing pretty good quality and, and can do it in such a shorter amount of time.
1: Yes, they are a much shorter time. So it depends <laughs> on who it is, um, but for the most part, a lot of people are using like the Insta three hundred and sixty or the um, what are North those Theta, called? Right? Uh, the theta, yep, theta theta Vs. Nine, yeah. yeah yeah. So, uh, some of the team uses those. We kind of focus more on if it's under a certain square feet, we'll kind of keep it with those, keep it more streamlined. But if it's more of a luxury property, we do have two mm-hmm. Matterport two Matterport twos on deck that we utilize. Um, it yeah. just really depends on the client and what they need.
0: Mm-hmm. But the quality so, of the non Matterport cameras is, is you find is pretty, is good enough
1: yeah especially for real estate i mean they're not having it listed long so if it's something that's going to be like let's say an apartment building they're going to keep using the tour yeah we'll sure, use a lot sure. nicer of one but if it's just something that needs to showcase the area where people can walk through the house the yeah. insta 360 the theta all that stuff works just great and i was gonna say we don't have many people ever mention the difference in quality because let's be honest we're all the pixel the yeah. pixel uh Stubborn ones with the pixels. So that's I don't yeah, know, I'm
0: yeah. Oh, not, well, not me, not me. I, you know, yeah, no, no. The the realtors don't know the difference. Uh, but you know, no. but I do know, and 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 I think the light bulb went off for us too because we just we when we got the Pro Three, it's so much quicker than the Pro Two that yeah. it really was like, oh my god, this is this is a whole new world, and and plus the quality on that is is awesome, of course, and you can oh, scan it's outside. Insane. Those so, are so good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but they're also $6,000. So it's like, you know, I'm not gonna, (laughs) I'm not gonna go buy five of them.
1: (laughs) No, exactly. Yeah. So that was our big thing too, is you don't want to spend all this money on them. And then the ROI isn't really necessarily there unless you're doing a lot more commercial work. So,
0: yeah, I mean, we, you know, we've, we're selling, you know, outside scanning as an add on you know, be, mm-hmm. for between like 75 and 200 bucks or whatever. So, you know, we'll, we'll make it back eventually, but you know, it's not, yeah. you know, but, but I do think it has with that ability to outside, outside scan, I think we have probably done, you know, we've had the camera, what, six months now. I, we've probably done five to 10 jobs that we wouldn't have done had we not had the ability to outside scan. So yeah. it's not only those add on things, but it's like, it does, it is increasing. I think our the number of jobs we're getting. So oh, it's, I think it's been worth it
1: yeah and it will be uh, the biggest thing i'm learning is that if you build it they will come kind of thing right if you right. put those the technology out there and you tell people because they don't know what they don't know and if you turn around and you're like did you know we could do this and you're excited about it you can sell it right. that's you know yeah. so the batter port three we have one guy on our team who's asking about it and wanting to get it of course and uh we'll eventually get one of them but right i mean yeah like i you think said, you can it's get it's away with one yeah got, or-
0: yeah. We're, we're, we're handing, we're, we're handing that pro three off quite a bit, you know, b- between the yeah. team and, you know, and I'm a little worried, not uh, worried, but I think we're going to have a bunch of big commercial jobs coming up this fall and, and which we're going to have to use the pro three. So if, you know, if we're out traveling, you know, doing these bigger jobs, you know, then our camera's gone. So I, I don't know. I hope we don't have to buy yeah. another one, but.
1: Well, mm-hmm. I mean, in that case, that's a good problem to have at that point, then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, but you. But, but sometimes you're just like, oh, all the profit I made on these jobs is now just buying another camera. You yes. Know? So because yeah. I, because and, I and after, after this year, I feel like, oh, that profit, you know what I need to pay for private school. So yeah, please yeah, right? give me yeah. that profit. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say in Matterport in general, is not like it's a cheap company to be,
0: Yes. You know, exactly. they,
1: they, they're, they're taking yes, their they're cut.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, you're, you're almost like how much blood, more blood can you squeeze yeah. out of this dry stone? And they find yeah, more. Exactly. They can always squeeze yeah. more out of us. It just seems oh, like Oh, absolutely.
1: So, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so okay. I think so they just laid off of Oh yeah, they did, saying, yes. They,
1: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, who knows where it's well, going, but.
0: Well, the funny thing is they laid off a bunch of people. I, the funny, I had like a, a hundred bucks in like an online brokerage uh, for for some reason. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to buy Matterport stock. And it's actually been a really good investment for me over the last six or seven months. And then when they laid off a bunch of people, the stock, stock just went crazy. And I oh, you wow. know should have sold it. I should have sold it. But then now, you know, a couple of weeks later, it's back down to where it was. So, you know, of course I should have yeah. just sold it, but that's all oh, right. Man man. Yeah. So I, you know, I like to, you know, I have a hundred dollars yeah. invested in Matterport. So I'm a real, real big stakeholder there.
1: Yeah, there you go. I mean, you're a big oh. dog.
0: I'm a part, <laughs> you know, I'm basically part owner of Matterport. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you guys have questions about it, you just, you just come to me. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. So what, what else? Uh, uh, so not, you said it, man. So I'm just going to give you shit about it the whole time. What else are you innovating? I, I, I want to oh. hear some of your innovations.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, man, you're putting me on the spot here. Well, Some of the stuff I do, This I is a po-
0: this is a podcast, Casey. That's what we do.
1: Well, well I thought we were just going to talk about you know English muffins and have tea. Yeah. You no, know? uh, yeah. So uh, the one thing that I'm working on innovating right now is creating. Like I, I think I mentioned it to you before in the past. Is the Uber of real estate photography is creating an app that basically instead of um, people basically going on and booking in advance. There's always those realtors that are last minute and I'm Mm -hmm. trying to create, working on creating a platform that isn't going to necessarily just be shutter zone, but it's going to be an overall platform where every real estate photographer can utilize it and be signed up in it. So it's more so like, Hey, you need someone right now, go to this app and it'll show you any of the photographers in your area, no matter who the company is, it's going to show all of them and basically create like a synergistic, you know, one space and then it shows the photographer is on their way with the map and everything mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so it's basically utilizing everything that Uber Eats or any of them have done and basically bringing that and that's been a lot of my focus right now as far as innovation goes um, it's taken up mm-hmm. so much of my time because I'm not only learning how to do like what I want with it but I'm having to learn coding and stuff so I can actually speak to developers mm-hmm. in, in their language about what I'm yeah. trying to create so uh but that the idea of that is to basically bring more business to all photographers as a whole and uh create make the industry more again synergistic because i feel just like with realtors there's a lot of competition that doesn't need to be in the industry whatsoever it just if Mm -hmm. we all work together kind of thing um so that that's one of those things that has me heavily focused um and then the other thing is uh i mean Pretty much just our systems and processes and how we can streamline things through automations and shortcuts on the back end for the company and stuff. So Mm -hmm. that's that's been another big one is how can I simplify everyone's workload and make this as smooth as possible where there's not Mm -hmm. much thought to what to what we're doing kind of thing. So
0: Okay, so the, so the I want to go back to the app for a second and in yeah. um so the but this is something that's going to be uh pitched to realtors. I mean, you're going to have to pitch both sides. So you're pitching to realtors yeah. as the consumers and then to real estate photographers as kind of the, you know, so it's, so it's like a marketplace for real estate photographers and then, yeah. you know, how I mean, can you talk about how you're envisioning that for us? Like, you know, what you know, what are our costs going to be for that? And I it's probably an early day, so you don't quite know, but you know, what's, can you talk about what your model is for it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cause, uh, to be honest with you, I've spoken to a lot of people and they give their feedback and their, their, their fears amidst it, because of course, you know, you're going into different markets and everything. And so my whole concept with it is having two options, one where you're basically just on the platform and, uh, basically you just, provide a for referral fee kind of thing. So it, it would basically funnel it to you. Um, and then the mm-hmm. other way is that you can turn around and be like, Hey, I'll just use your editors, your delivery, all of your guys's stuff. And I'll just go do the photos for you kind of thing. So we'll have two options is what we're looking at right uh, now. Okay. Yeah. So that way it's like, cause who knows, maybe you're like, I like, I have some people that shoot flash photography and our editors, you know, like, that's not where they're Used to mm-hmm. editing. So it's sure. like they edit their own photos. It's their art to them. So when I turn around and refer someone like that, they're going to handle their editing costs. They're going to handle all their own stuff like that. All we're going to get is a referral for sending them from the app kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
1: idea but is just to simplify for the realtor more than anything.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, so then, and so then if, if, if it's like a referral fee, then it, it, let's say that person uses us and then wants to use us again, are they coming to us directly or are they still going through the, the app?
1: So they can utilize either or, and and that's the okay. honest truth about it. Is, so there's not a contract sure
0: where you're like, if you got this no. client, it has to go through us or anything. Yeah.
1: No, no. And the reason I don't want to do that is strictly because of the idea that it's, it'll create a fear-based industry rather than a collaborative industry. And right. the whole idea is going to go more on the idea of what what is that? Um, what is that? The honor system, in a sense. Sure. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're not trying to poach people from it. You're just taking the jobs that come through it because it's it right. in a sense, it's supposed to be a supplemental aspect, you know, and and bring right. you supplemental Uh, job opportunities aside from what you're doing with, with your business on the, uh, you know, like, so we're building shutter zone, but at the same time, you know, they can get other work through the app and the app's going to be more, again, it's going to be more about the people, the realtors that need it. Now it's not more Mm -hmm. so like scheduling in advance. It's on demand kind of concept. So that way when Mm -hmm. they're sitting there and they're like, I need someone right now, they can just go in there and find amidst everybody versus clicking on everyone's websites, calling around doing all that. So then,
0: so then is our like kind of availability schedule somehow built in? Like there's, there's going to be a way to, to track our availability because, because often we are not available right now.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was going to say, you're, you'll have your calendar linked up through basically like a Google calendar mm-hmm. and it'll just syndicate all of that the same way, like, um, REO or HD photo hub does it. It's mm-hmm. using similar things. And I'm talking to, uh, Shay over at HD photo hub about little things that he's seen with them and what he's, you know, with HD photo hub. Mm-hmm. And I've also explained to them too, like, Hey, I would love to potentially partner with this where it's not a competitive, you know, web mm-hmm. website. It's more so like the the delivery platform will still be utilized by HD photo hub. How can we make this app syndicate to HD photo hub to provide deliveries or have it, you know, go to the photographer itself.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm.
1: So interesting.
0: Yeah. That sounds like, um, yeah, a shitload of work.
1: Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's fun though, because I, I, if I, if my brain's not like having to figure out problems, my brain kind of mm-hmm. just goes blank. I'm a, I'm a problem solver. That's just what I like All doing. Right.
0: Okay. So here's my problem right now is I want to know a couple yeah. of your, these, these workflow, um, I- innovations that you've done that, cause I want to utilize them in my business and, and make my life more efficient and better.
1: Oh, okay, well I guess it would come down to more so like, what are you currently doing for your systems and processes that oh, so just, I can understand, well, you know.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I'm not going to get into that. That's proprietary information. <laughs> I take our, take our course, man, Upmarketcourse.com. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a good discount code. Uh, we go over a lot yeah, of our workflows in there. So yeah, uh, yeah.
1: perfect. <laughs> uh, you're funny, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, no. Uh, so I mean, basically it's coming down to using a lot of, you know, Zapier and understanding how we can automate, um, referrals, not well, the referrals are handled, but more of uh, rewards programs built in automatically to send clients, um, Like, for example, if a client uses us a certain amount of times, uh, automation is sent automatically to say, hey, send this person a $10 gift card from Starbucks. Because that's something that I always have been big about is adding more value than you're ever paid to do. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people get stuck on the idea of value, meaning it having to be some big thing versus it being something that's actually valuable to someone. And in the real estate world, coffee is very valuable to a realtor. And so right. it's like little things like, hey, enjoy this coffee on me today. And they just get that randomly sent in their email after like their 10th appointment with us. All mm-hmm. of a sudden they're like, oh, wow, that was nice. That's cool. And then they right, just keep right, doing it. Right. So little, little automations like that. Um, as far as, you know, like our yeah, systems I, go, I but
0: then, I haven't figured out Zapier at all. Um, yeah, Zapier know, I, is
1: not fun. <laughs>
0: It's not fun it's not oh because it no. seems fun. It seems fun it's, from the outside. The
1: results, the results are fun. The, okay. the get, getting it to work the way you want um it's just very tedious. For example, like with HD Photo Hub, you go in there and you're like, "I want to." And so, are this you? Are you delivering
0: through? Are you delivering through HD Photo Hub yourself yeah, now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: yeah. I've been I've been utilizing them since Ian like was still answering the phone as his personal phone, and before okay. it became the business number, well, it was still just texting right. him like, "Ian, what about right. this?" So, right. um, so I've used them for a long time. I, I know there's other awesome platforms out there, and I, I would have tried them, but. HD Photo Hub, lane yeah, you're, you're in. I mean,
0: that, yeah, exactly. We're we're Team Mario here, but they're also they yeah. pay us money because they're a yeah. presenting sponsor, and we also well, are avid users and love them. So, but yeah,
1: and, and maybe if they were my best friend or something like that, and we could work yeah. out our friendship, well, that's then the thing I go is. To
0: and from what I, you know, and from what I hear, you know, in the ether, you know, it's basically you have two really great companies who, are, who yeah. are competitors and you know, there's not, there's not a bad choice there. So
1: no, there's not at all. And that's just, it yeah. is like, well, well here's a uh, fun information for you too. That keeps us at HG photo hub. You're familiar with VRX. Are you familiar with no, them at all? The,
0: no. VR, uh, no, VRX. No, not sure not.
1: Okay. So a photography company, they're out of our backyard. They've been nationwide mm-hmm. since I started six years ago and they're the ones mm-hmm. that just got bought by Zillow. And so now Zillow Oh, right, Zillow yes, 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 of course,
0: thank you. Yes, yes, of course, yes, I know yes. RX. yes.
1: So we're the ones who referred them to HD Photo Hub. And so I haven't paid a dime to HD photo hub since I started. Like it is. So Zillow is. You got the ultimate (laughs) referral
0: code. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thanks Zillow has never been said on our podcast before, but that's all right.
1: Yeah. Oh no. Delete it out. That's worse than the, than a four letter word, right? No, uh,
0: your, your workshop is not going to sell now, buddy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, so we got that referral and that was awesome for us because I mean, we haven't had to pay for it but also at the same time um like just having their partnership like that friendship with them allowed sure. us to you know learn what they were doing to go nationwide and then once they sold to zillow um mm-hmm. all of those realtors came to us because they're like i don't support zillow and so right like as big of a fear yeah. as it was that people were like oh my god they're offering photos now we were immediately like oh, okay get ready for yeah. the the increase. Cause it's well, about
0: to come. The, yeah. That's the thing is, I mean, Zillow is, is I mean, I, you know, I, I, we, there was a whole saga, saga with us, with Zillow trying to, come, you know, wanting to come on the podcast, uh, the showing time plus guy. And, um, you know, but he very, he very much believes that, you know, I, I, I don't know. Cause I'm like, I, I talked to him on the phone and I'm like, Oh, you don't, do you know that every real estate photographer hates you? that hates Zillow with a passion. And he was like, well, I kind of starting to understand that, but no, I, I had no idea. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know, realtors hate you too. And he's like, well, I kind of knew that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, And all I had to say to a lot of realtors is, oh, hey, now we know how it feels with someone trying to take our job. And then they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to support yeah. them. as any- like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the easiest, easiest uh, yeah, yeah, rebuttal exactly. ever. Yeah, so. be, oh,
0: you, you want to give Zillow money. OK, well, go ahead yeah. and go ahead and yeah. do that. Yeah.
1: Have fun with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah,
0: exactly. Let's take a break. We're going to do we're going to do a couple ads, not for HD Photo Hub. And then we're going to come back. We'll have our social media sidebar. We're going to talk a bit more about what Casey's going to be doing at PMRE. And yep. then, uh, look, we're already teasing these Zapier workflows and everything. I, I I'm, I'm, think we're going to have a banger action item from Casey. So we're going to have that at the end. So stick around. It's the summer of Aereo. They're coming out with all these things every single weekend. They just came out with their uh, w- with the last one of their their summer of big announcements. I don't know what it was because I'm recording this actually right before that announcement comes out. Uh, but the last one, ooh, pretty exciting. Mileage reports now in Aereo. It'll automatically compile the mileage for your employees or contractors or yourself when you're going out to shoots. That's going to be a pretty handy thing. I can't wait to use that. And I think they're doing payroll too. It didn't quite get out there, but uh, you know, we're going to be able to do payroll through Ario. I mean, what, we're not going to need anything else. What do we need? Uh, Ario, the best all-in-one place to grow your real estate media business. That's aereo.com, A-R-Y-E-O.com. Use the code upmarket and you're going to get 15 free bonus listings. I love bonuses. I love listings. I love free. Man. So much to love about Aereo. Aereo.com Earlier today, I was at my local coffee shop. I was over and people talking. You know what they're talking about? Floor plans. Well, you knew they were going to talk about floor plans. Who isn't talking about floor plans these days? I mean, everywhere I go, people see me and they think of me as being a floor plan guy because I sell floor plans. I give away floor plans. So everyone's like, hey, Reed, what's up with the floor plans? I'm like, well, there's a lot up with floor plans. You know what the floor plans do? They show the floor. They show the plan of the floors in a house. They show the the exact dimensions of the rooms. I mean, there's so many things to show in a floor plan. And one of my favorite places to get floor plans that I can sell to my clients is Second Floor app. I love Second Floor because they're like the coolest, easiest, and fastest and cheapest way to produce floor plans. You can go in and you can scan using their very innovative app. You can scan a property in minutes and deliver the floor plan instantly to your realtor. That just made you good money for that floor plan. What is not to love about that? Nothing. There's nothing not to love about it. So secondfloorappcom slash upmarket go there and you're going to get a free month of service how many floor plans can you do in a month a lot especially now that it's kind of our business has picked up a little i mean if we had a, if we we're doing a month of floor plans that's going to be a lot of floor plans get in there you can get all those for free second floor app s-e-c-o-n-d floor app dot com slash upmarket get that free month of service tell them up and that's a great way to tell them market sent you keeps us going keeps us getting ad revenue you like it when we get ad revenue it's a win-win for everybody thanks second floor So far, Casey, seems like you're a cool guy. And I want people to be like you because I know for a fact that you've subscribed to UpMarketPod. Market Pod. I know for mm-hmm. a fact you've given Up Market Pod five-star rating wherever you listen <laughs> to your, your podcast. And I'm sure that you've given us a really glowing written review. So I want our listeners to be a little more like Casey. So let's subscribe rate and review five star ratings only, please, as always. Um, and it, if you want to follow us on social media, it's a market pod across all social media, except TikTok, tock where I'm not on. And also LinkedIn, which I don't have, uh, but you know, the other ones, wow, all, we're all there. Oh, not, not on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. And, um, and then, um, yeah, we have a dot com. book a call with me. You can hear about the course and then, um, we can, uh, chat and I can offer you a pretty sweet discount code. Uh, cause you know, this, uh, you know, cause I know Casey has a lot of really good business stuff. So do we, so, you know, I'll, I'll promote mine alongside, uh, him. And so Casey, you got shutters on media. Where, where are we finding you guys on social media? How, how are we going to see what you're all about?
1: The same way. Every social media platform is at Shutterzone media. Super simple. Oh, you can go to YouTube, Facebook. It any of them and just keep it simple. Shutters. Oh, we media. have YouTube too.
0: Yeah, we have a YouTube. You can yeah, see, you can yeah, actually yeah. have, you have video versions of this podcast, which I think we need more views on. So people, you gotta, you gotta do that. I always yes. forget to mention that.
1: Do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so shutterzone.com. So uh, you, but that's going to be, you know, of course your realtor facing social media and, and I guess uh, you're not going to have social media at this point for your app or whatever that, that would be geared toward. No, um, no,
1: not yeah,
0: yet. Yeah. Um, all right. So what are you finding is working for you on social media and how, I mean, how active are you, do you guys, are are you guys, and are you getting business from it?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. So I actually, I'll teach you the same way that I go about this because this is super, super, super important. And this is what we do. All right. It sounds so lame, but it works every time. So realtors add as many of them as you can that are around you. That's what I've always done. And a lot of people will just slip into their DMS right away and wonder mm-hmm. why the realtor ignores them. Our team is trained to just be as cliche as possible in the comments. All right. So first step was we add them. The second step is we start liking all their stuff and we just watch that one mm-hmm. person, each person goes through and you're just liking their so, stuff. So, after, so
0: wait, will you do like the stalker thing where you, add them as a, you start following them and then you do like 30 likes right right off the bat
1: no no not right off the bat i i basically i'll like a few so that way they're in my algorithm because now they're showing up and so as those right. posts are starting to pop up in my feed because that's what i want is i'll start going in there and it's as simple as awesome congrats mm-hmm. great work and we use the most simple like positive Mm -hmm. little encouragements, because that's what realtors want. They want their posts to get pushed up. And so if we're commenting Mm -hmm. and liking, it's helping them, we're adding value without them even realizing it. Now, because we keep doing that, all of a sudden, when we finally do slip into their, I wait for that one post where like, let's say they're like, look at me in my brokerage, I'm number five Mm -hmm. or some number one. Mm -hmm. We, that's when it.
0: Yeah, that's when you do congrats with a question mark as the comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. You're like, congrats. Uh, No, that's when I slip in, though, and I go, hey, I've been watching you, and Uh I wanted to reach out and just say-
0: You grow to fifth.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You were seventh last week, dude. Now you're fifth.
0: You blossomed. Uh,
1: Yeah, exactly. So then I hit their DMs with that stuff, and that's when I I don't say anything about my company. I never, never Uh talk about- our company i just now hit them in the dm they respond because there there's nothing being sold to them and then from that moment all of a sudden we are now in their algorithm and they're seeing our posts and that's when i'm always making a point to then hit our posts in there because they're gonna learn who you are by being like who is this guy that's always commenting and Mm -hmm. my biggest thing has always been Creating that curiosity for them like I don't go telling someone about your company make them want to learn about your company Make them right. be like, what do you do? Who are you like? Where are you coming from right. kind of thing? Right. And we utilize yeah. that system and that system has worked flawlessly better than cold calls better than anything else We've done is right. just keeping it simple in social media.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, and what's your DM say? Hey, I saw your number five. How do you feel about number four because I can help you?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. No, I hit him. <laughs> yeah, I hit him
0: right. just with Ride the my cortiles to and... four, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell them. I literally, again, I just say great work, and I'm watching <laughs> your success, and I'm going to be cheering you on from the side. And then they're like, "Oh my god, thanks!" And then I'll <laughs> leave it. I leave it. I leave it there, and that's oh, it. And oh, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you leave him
0: yeah. one more. Oh, who's yeah? Who's Casey? Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, Casey likes exactly. me. Oh yeah.
1: Take Take it away oh, wow. from them. Give them a little and then take it away. That's right.
0: Okay. Yeah. There you go. Social media gold right there. Yeah. And then, okay. But so, but in terms of the content that you are putting out, so how, how much are you posting? Uh, what are you posting? All that kind of pattern, stuff.
1: Pattern interruptions. That's what we post. So what I mean by that is we're in a professional industry and we're all wearing suits and ties to look like we are high and mighty professionals realtors and all you're talking about
0: real estate real estate yes
1: yeah well no realtors
0: oh realtors okay yeah
1: yeah yeah. realtors are high professional i wear a suit and tie kind of thing yes and so what we post is what we know is actually real because underneath those suits they're real people and so i like to hit them with a lot of silly comedy that will basically like make them be like wait what is this so for example when the price of eggs went up Then that's when a post went out with virtually staged eggs all over a kitchen. We had eggs Mm -hmm. falling off the refrigerator. We had eggs on the table. Mm -hmm. And then the post said, um, use uh, coupon code two dozen eggs for the price of two dozen eggs off your next order. Because at Mm -hmm. that time, price of eggs was, you know, so... So like those are little things we like to do is we like to do pattern interrupts or um, like posting a diaper and saying, you may need this on your next shoot because you'll poop your pants when you see how good our photos are. Little things like Mm -hmm. that that make a realtor stop and go, wait, what? And they have to go back and look. And I've always been about that, keeping the innocence there, but at the same time also, it's enough to make them be like, "Uh, okay, what is this Mm -hmm. kind of thing? Okay. So again- So, but
0: you're you're taking a kind of tongue-in-cheek approach to, to, mm -hmm. uh, it's not like- Hey, man, it was so great to shoot this $10 million property. And, no. You know. No, I mean, no one wants to
1: read that. I, I'm sorry, but a lot of people just, I see that yeah. with realtors, and I'm like, are we all posting the same things? Like... Yeah. And that's, I guess I do. So what you don't do any see. of that
0: because I, because my research that I did on you was not enough to actually look at your social media. Um, re, you know, maybe I think I did a couple months ago when we first talked, but we got a little delayed on recording the episode. Um, so, but you, there's none of that like, Oh, just shot this amazing, you know, three acre place. You know, you don't do any of that in your stories or in your posts.
1: No, if, if any are done, it might be a team member that has gone in and done it for their own listings because mm-hmm. we allow our team to go in and post on behalf of Shutterzone any of their properties. But for the most mm-hmm. part, no, we we focus heavily on the idea of like um, just interrupting people and and then leaving them with a little bit of like Shutterzone, and then they're like, "Wait, who's mm-hmm. Shutterzone? What is this kind of thing?" So right, like for example, right. do you ever watch Chicago PD? No, Have you ever, or like Law and Order no. or any of those things. Yeah, like, I, I'm okay. familiar
0: with the I'm familiar okay. with the concept. Yes. But.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> I came into the office one day and said, everybody stop what you're doing. I have an idea. And we filmed a skit for, it was Chicago PD style, Law and Order style, where it's filmed mm-hmm. like that, where it's really intense. And instead of talking about finding a dead, like we have a dead body that we have to go to, mm-hmm. it's a really crappy home that we have to go shoot and they want everything on it kind of thing. So right. it mm-hmm. has the, the intensity of that. And it's like, where I basically am like, what do we got? And they're like three bedroom, two stories, uh, two baths. Mm-hmm. And it's like, right, well, what do right. they need? everything like and it's just super intense mm-hmm. and people are like what is this kind of thing so those are heavily what we like to do and also it's because it keeps it fun and it, it keeps it away from ever feeling like a job because mm-hmm. just we all like to laugh mm-hmm. and if you can make people laugh dude that's when you're yeah you're course. pretty much yeah, in yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that's why people yeah. n- like this podcast whoever likes it it's because we occasionally <laughs> have a couple laughs well the um but you have an office
1: yeah yes oh. and i don't think anyone should <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have,
1: I <laughs> How have is that, that generating
0: office. new revenue?
1: <laughs> it is not. It is not generating revenue. Right now, I'm telling you, do not get an office. It, it's, okay. Honestly, the reason we had it was for one, when we first got it, it was more about the idea of um, collaboration and uh, culture. Because culture is huge with our team. We like to be together and do all this stuff. So the reason we had our first office was it was at the Blatt's building down, uh, downtown Milwaukee, which was originally like a, a brewery. So it's a huge building mm-hmm. and it has inside a gym, a pool, hot tub, movie theater, like all these things. So we are like, dude, we're going to get this spot and then do events from it, which Mm -hmm. we did for a little bit. But then, of course, the price went up after COVID, like over a thousand dollars more a month. And we were like, screw that. But some of the team members got used to working from the office for Uh, like they're doing their mm -hmm. own stuff. And so it was one of those things that I was like, well, I'll keep it. I'll get a different one, a lot cheaper, closer to home Mm -hmm. for them to be able to utilize. But it's not worth it. And I even think about it constantly how that's just an expense. That's just
0: Yeah, well, you know, we've been, you know, we've been trying to trim expenses. We had a little studio for a little while and it was kind of, to finish off production of our course and then, you know, we're doing podcasting, but it was hard to justify the expense and so, you know, we got rid of it. I mean, if we were like super rolling, like if the market was good, I mean, I, I, you know, I believe in our business, I believe in our model, but just with the fact that we're, you know, our, our area is down 35, 40% with number of listings year over year. It's just like the the revenue just hasn't been there to have, to have have those things that are a little bit more luxuries rather than necessities. So, you know. We no, and those profits should go into
1: investments for the company. In, innovation. To keep you, yeah, and innovation. Yes, yes. yes yeah, yeah exactly. that's that's the yeah. other thing that we're doing, too, is taking the profits to put towards investment properties that become pretty much like uh, training homes for the photographers, mm-hmm. but also our Airbnb out kind of thing. So,
0: no, oh, All right. Uh, All right. Well, that that was enough social media talk, which we barely talked about social media, but there we go. Uh, We're going to be back. We're going to hear what (laughs) Casey uh, is going to be doing at PMRE right in just a minute. All right, Casey, we got PMRE coming up. early november what november 7th and 8th something like that in uh uh, las vegas and you are actually doing a workshop you are doing one of the warm-up workshops uh so tell me what day is that going to be and then what are you doing
1: november 6th and we are focusing on the business basically break through your business through your mindset and through how you operate inside your business so um what we're focusing on heavily is the values that we have utilized and had within our systems and our, our company. We are focusing heavily on mindset and breakthrough your business. So utilizing a lot more techniques outside of just shooting to find out how to build your business, because at the, the beginning, like at the end of the day, it, shooting is anyone can kind of learn how to shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyone can learn the techniques. It's what you're doing with your business and who, how you're operating that actually matters. So what we're focusing heavily on is one, your mindset and two, how you can go above and beyond for retention and also um, the ability to gain new clients and gain all that exposure. Uh, for example, with Shutterzone, our biggest thing was always we don't care who uses us. We just want everyone to know who we are. And we bring a lot of those, we're bringing a lot of those techniques and a lot of those thought processes and philosophies to the PMRE. And it's on November 6th. Uh, um, so two days before the event.
0: Okay, nice. Um, and so you are, so you, you, but you are, so you, you're going to be giving away some of your state secrets, I think Yeah. it sounds like. Oh, mean, yeah. Right? Yes. oh yeah. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I've, I've held onto them too long.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. You need to get these off your chest and (laughs) the PMRE audiences is good. And, and I think that, and, and I'm excited about your workshop because it's, I think the first one that, that they've hosted that is really more about the business side of it rather than the, the kind of shooting side. And that's, you know, that, that's the emphasis of our podcast. That was the emphasis of my talk last year, uh, was, was more, was more the business side. Cause I, you know, we spend so much time on the, the technical photography aspects. And I think that actually as, as things move forward, that's just less and less and less, less important. Mm-hmm than ever. And not that it's not important. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I love all those guys who are doing that, but, um, you know, the business side, that's where we're really going to be able to differentiate ourselves and, and grow is through that. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not, you know, it's, it's not, you know, getting your photos from the 90, 90th percentile to the 95th percentile. That's not probably yeah. going to grow your business.
1: No, but, they don't know. notice. And it it's irritating that they don't notice because you're like, how did you yeah. not see that those photos look terrible? Like, <laughs> Yeah. So, well, because the
0: number one thing for realtors is speed. That's all the, you know, that's the biggest thing they care about, you know? Yes, absolutely. Can I have the photos tomorrow morning? Then yes, then yes. Boom. So you, so you started, so I I guess just to pump you up a little more and why you're someone who is qualified to, to talk about this stuff. Um, so you, I mean, you started Shutterzone, zone and then you grew, um, up to the, your 10 employee or, you know, your 10 shooter, um, uh, point at this point. And then I'm assuming you have some admin help as well. You're not doing all the the straight up. Admin. No, no,
1: we have an admin. Yeah. Uh, that's the one thing that I do recommend everyone has because you, you'll get uh, burnt out if you don't
0: hundred percent agreement. That's, I yes. mean, that's what we've always said when we, when Chelsea came on and was our admin, that's been the thing that transformed our business from the, from the very start of, of her yes. tenure.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, otherwise, like that's when you're working the 16 hour days. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when you're not stopping and and realtors will call you anytime, anytime that you let them call you, they will call you. Yes. And so that was my biggest anti- like I needed to be able to sleep at some point in time, so I was like, "I'm getting an admin," and it's been the best decision ever for the last oh, few years for sure. because for sure. they learn everything and then they just, you know, they handle it all. And it, to find someone that cares is what's the the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, having the right admin is 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 key. And and, and people who listen to our pod are familiar with Chelsea, so everyone knows how awesome Chelsea is. And you know, we're so, we're so fortunate to to have her. And I and I have heard a lot of stories actually of other people who are like, "Yeah, well, I tried." An admin. It just didn't really work. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and maybe it's the the wrong person, but I mean, I'm kind of a little more of the belief that, you know, for the most part, if someone is not achieving what you want them to achieve in your job, their job, it's probably your fault as the, it's your as, responsibility. the owner, as yeah, as, as the boss. And, and it is also, and it's your fault also to, if you haven't recognized either in the hiring process or as they've gone through the job, that this is not a person who's going to be able to get uh, you know, who's going to be able to achieve these things in, in the job. So ultimately it is, it is your fault. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but <laughs> that's not to say yes. that you shouldn't fire someone who's, who's, who's not oh, going to yeah. achieve what you want, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've taken responsibility on any bad hires that I've done. I mean, I've put people in the financial positions. I've put people in, you know, just even in the field and you learn quickly, like, okay, you know, there were signs about them. And yep. I should have acknowledged those signs. You should have this listened to me, your guy no
0: and you didn't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or, or, or your wife. like, <laughs> <and> you <didn't.
0: laughs> So,
1: yeah. But, um, I mean, the admin's been the best one and anytime there's challenges where, you know, you've wanted to think about getting rid of them, it's turned around where you're like, you know what, if I just coach on this, I guarantee I can get over this hump, but also you gotta be willing to have somebody that's going to do about 80% of what you're able to do. Cause no Mm -hmm. one's ever going to be able to do what you do with your own business Mm -hmm. because it's our business and you know, we can make the same, all the decisions we want any which way and you know, Mm -hmm. we'll be fine. Um, whereas they're kind of like, Oh God, can I give this discount? Can I do this? Can I do that? And it's, you know, so, yeah, you
0: know, and you just have to empower people. And then also when they do something that is not, um, the way you would have done it, it's either Mm -hmm. just letting go and saying, you know what, that's okay. They do it a different way. Or if it's like, yeah, Oh, you know what? don't give a half off discount to this person because, yeah. and, and here's why. And then it's a, it's a learning moment and then they're going to, they're yeah. going to be able to learn with that. And I know, you know, even now Chelsea will slack Mark and I and be like, well, what should I do here? What should you, and you know, and that's a, and you know, we both have, usually we come down at the same spot, but you know, we have the ideas on, on, on how to do that. But, you know, and sometimes I, you know, I was like, okay, Chelsea, you, you know, just feel confident in that. You know, I, I, we trust yeah. you. Um, but then, you know, sometimes of course she'll make a decision that we're like, well, oh, you know, you should have done this, but you just have to be okay with that because, yeah. you know, overall she does an awesome job. And just because she made a different decision than I would have made, doesn't even mean it's the wrong decision. It just means it's not the one I would have made.
1: Well, you know? in business, one thing I've learned is there's no good or bad decisions. There's only decisions and you hmm. just got to move forward with them um and the biggest thing too is that when, when you're when someone makes a decision let's say your admin does it's not end-all be-all on that one decision you know what i mean and if it if it was wrong getting caught up on it is only going to stress you out so a big thing i've always my favorite thing is for future reference please do this for future reference please do this Like, and I never Mm -hmm. have ever made someone feel bad for their, I want them to feel empowered. Like you said about their decision making and then letting them know like, Hey, but moving forward, uh, I would have done this. And then they're like, okay, cool. But a lot of people I feel will just get mad and then just let that be the reason that they're like, "I, I just need to do this. I just need to do this. Right. So, and that doesn't work in business. You can't do everything. You need to leverage
0: yeah. And, and, you know, it, and it always goes back to, to just that simple thing of like when you're, you know, getting ready to hire an admin or thinking about an admin, just write down all the stuff you do and then mm-hmm. put it into columns. One, you know, one is the stuff that only I can do. And these are things mm-hmm. that someone else can do. And can mm-hmm. you, can that someone else just be your admin? Can that someone else just be, be a virtual admin, yeah, you know, yep. because, uh, you know, that, that is a, that is an area where we're not employing that right now, but sometimes I feel like, you know, we should, that there are some of those, those kind well, of tasks that, that could be farmed out. Oh, you please. Okay. You look like you have a thought. Our, on this. our
1: admin is virtual. Our admin's virtual uh, and, and they have been amazing. Um, I mean, I was super weird about it because, um, you know, just how certain people are too. Like if you're outcasted or outsourcing overseas, outsourcing, yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, of and
1: you have somebody who maybe doesn't have perfect English. Not a native
0: English, spe- not a yes, native English yeah. speaker. Yes, yes.
1: That that can cause some, you know, people that are arrogant to be, you know, rude or any of that stuff. But our our admin not only has she just developed within her role, she's developed her speaking, all that. Like she actually mm-hmm. puts a lot into it, and she treats it like. Like I have told her you don't work on weekends, but she said, please let me work on weekends too, because I don't want this to get messed. Like she takes ownership. Like it's just as much hers now as it is ours, because I've put so much belief and responsibility Mm -hmm. on her plate that she's literally like, Hey, I'm, I'm just going to handle it. I'll only work these hours, but I do want to be the one doing it. Don't, you know what I mean? So, and the biggest other thing is that we're texting. She's saved as a favorite right at the top of my texts pinned and I'm constantly like putting her to work with little things or asking questions and we're constantly communication. Mm -hmm. So it's like, which you want that bottleneck, you know what I mean? Like all those realtors were coming to you. It's so much easier for them to go to her and then her just come to you and you're, you got one person to deal with. And that's,
0: you're not using, you're not using Slack.
1: No. So we don't use Slack actually. Um, a big thing with us was, We tried Slack. We tried Discord. We tried like all Mm -hmm. of these different things. A big thing that we utilize is Google Workspace for the like for administrative tasks and all that stuff. But me personally, I'm a texting kind of person. And so I like just the fact that I can send her the text. She responds back and it's just a lot easier. But Mm -hmm. as far as the team goes, they communicate to her through Google workspace and using Google chats, okay. Google, like all that stuff. Um, and that's just because everyone's got their shutter zone email through Google, all that stuff right, too. Right, so right, it just right. keeps it all yeah. S- simple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We haven't utilized the workspace that much. I mean, I think our, yeah, our emails are done through, through, um, through Google workspace too, but, yeah. um, yeah, we, cause we found Slack pretty invaluable and, and, you know, even just the, you know, I'll, I'll just DM Chelsea and then it, it's, it's effectively, you know, like texting, but, um, uh, yeah. We found it to be, you know, invaluable. In fact, I don't know, you know, and, and obviously I think whatever uh, Google workspace is, it's, you know, you're using it as probably yeah. someone else another company companies would use Slack. So, but th- those type of things are invaluable. I mean, there has to be a way, you know, yeah. it can't just be, a, it can't just be email threads and, uh, no. you know, no, text email threads. is the I mean, worst.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was saying, say, and if it was all in text to her, she'd probably lose her mind. So it's that's what's funny yes. though, is because all of it goes to her through the chat. And then all of it comes to me through a text message right on my phone where I'm just like, okay, like, it'll just be like, Hey, can you check the chat? Can you check, can you do this? And what mm-hmm. the big reason for that is I was in so many groups and so many different things that my, my ADHD brain literally started being like, ignoring the notifications because it would happen so much that, and it wasn't pertaining to me Mm -hmm. that I ended up, you know, just, it became noise. And so I have to have it in a text format because I check those, those I don't ever, you know I mean? It's coming directly to me. So, and it helps with her being able to be like, Hey, go check this. And then she basically operates as like my, not only my admin, but the assistant as well for me.
0: Right, 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 right. So, um, and so you just have one admin, and then you yep. have yourself and then it, it, and then everyone else is just, is a shooter. Yep. And yep. then and then I'm assuming you're outsourcing to other to third party companies for editing stuff.
1: Editing. Yep, yeah. Yeah, we have yeah. actually one specific video editor out of Croatia. And then we mm-hmm. have, you know, our team of editors that we've, I mean, we've dug for these editors for years. And when we found them, we're like, we're not giving you guys up that like this. They right. came to us with like, Hey, you guys should offer this cause we can do it. And then we're like, okay, like kind of thing. So right, right, right. they, they brought their value.
0: Yeah. 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 So, um, wow. But so with 10 shooters, you're able to have one admin with 10 shooters. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, That's yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that's impressive. I mean, do you feel like you could add a bunch more shooters and and not have more admin help or, or do you think you're not maxed out to be,
1: um, to be honest with you? Yeah. I don't think we're maxed out because if your systems and processes are streamlined enough and it's all smooth, you don't really have to worry about a lot of calls or texts or emails coming in because Mm -hmm. realtors start learning and knowing what's happening when it's happening and they don't think anything of it. So at most, you know, we'll get, emails in the morning and it's oftentimes maybe a new realtor being like, Hey, uh, where are my photos? And then that's just automated, automatic email template that the admin just like, your photos will be delivered by this time. Mm -hmm. Um, we always deliver and then they just give the frequently asked questions kind of thing. So, um, that was one of my things too, is like, how can we streamline it all the way down to if someone asks a question, how can you have a template, but also still make it feel personal. And when you educate your clientele, more than you sell them. I mean, cause that's really what sales is, is just educating people enough to know what they need. Um, we educated them enough to where they don't need to always constantly be calling in for administrative support. Um, and our admin mm-hmm. is able to focus more on little things that I ask her to do, like, Hey, I need you to change all the pricing for this or whatever. Mm-hmm. I need you to create a coupon code. I need you to, you know, send an invoice to this person, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel we could always utilize having another admin and, find more work for them to do. But as far as it goes right right now, it's, we're, we're really big in the idea of what 20% efforts are getting 80% of the results. And let's Mm -hmm. kind of trim any of the fat kind of thing.
0: Right. So are you avoiding, you know, with that many, you know, uh, because I feel like the more shoots we do, the more problems there are. Right. Just because Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, if there's like, you know, say on 2% of shoots, you know, you forget a shot or, you know, there's going to be some unhappiness on the realtor's part. Well, the more shoots you do in a day, that means there's just more opportunities for those, those issues to happen. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, when those pile up on, on your admin and then also, you know, when you have just the, you know, you get the call like, okay, so how do you unzip uh, photos or how do you, uh, yeah. I mean, how do you upload to the MLS? You know, you, you get those kind of things. And in those realtors, are, I think are less like, Oh, here's a very detailed, um, you know, uh, canned response that we, we send on that, but they need to be wa- literally walked through it. I mean, are, yes. are, are you still allowing time for that?
1: Yep, absolutely. We actually, uh, a lot of times too, if a realtor calls me, I'm always like, if you reach out to our admin, she can walk you through all of this. And then I always let her know too, whenever you walk someone through anything, record it or take notes whatever you need to do she notates everything on the right side of her screen but also she'll screen record what she's doing so that way she can put it up for future reference and put it into frequently asked questions so anything that we ever do you never do it for that one person you do it for a mass scale so you always have it because somebody else will have the question again Um, but Mm -hmm. again we still always make time to have that that personal touch because at the end of the day that's all we have in this industry is those relationships Mm -hmm. and relationships are everything to our team so but the reason a lot of it doesn't go back to the admin is because our photographers take ownership in every one of their shoots and uh when we hired everyone we ch- we treated like shutterzone was a brokerage and they're realtors and so they operate okay. as like they don't we it's not round robin you're chosen if the realtor wants you so if you are a terrible person you're probably not going to get booked again because they can choose whether or not to work with you uh so Mm -hmm. some shooters you know do really well make more than me with my own company uh with the commissions that they earn Mm -hmm. Uh, and then other shooters you know like they they struggle to get a few appointments a week because they may not adapt to you know whatever these others are doing so, there's okay, a lot so, of ownership. You, so,
0: so, so you don't have employees. So, so can you talk about the structure of your, your business a little bit? Because if you, if you are treating it as a brokerage, then, you know, in, 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 and of course, I don't need to, the numbers, but like how, then how do you pay your shooters and like, what's the incentives for them? And, you know, cause that sounds like a little bit of a different model than the one that, that we're used to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was gonna say, cause a lot of people will go to employee base. There's a, there's a thing called statutory employment. And that's the weirdest word for it to be called. But it, and when I learned about it, that was pretty much the path that I wanted to go where you still operate as a 1099. So you still operate as your own boss. However, we pay your your uh, your state taxes for you. And then you're just taxed on your income taxes, if that makes sense. So we handle like FICA and all that stuff. Um mm-hmm or the federal income. Yeah. yeah. So like basically yeah. on the back end, you're just taxed as an employee, but you operate as a business owner. And so if, if anyone's looking into it, it's called statutory employment. It's going to be a while to find mm-hmm. it, but everybody earns a and commission. this is a state-based of, based thing,
0: right? So, so this is, this is the case in Wisconsin, but it may not be this, the, the yeah, case. Yeah, it might else. be different.
1: Yeah. It might be yeah. different somewhere else, but yeah, definitely in Wisconsin. When I found out about it, it was perfect because we wanted people to go out and Go above and beyond for the clientele. Like we wanted it to be, this is going to be your friend you're going to shoot for. You're yeah. not just getting these appointments handed to you. You we all bring our value kind of thing, which created a lot of ownership within the company. And so they earn a percentage of the services they offer. So of course, if you, you know, add on more services while you're on this on the shoot. You're gonna make more money because, it, and then that's mm-hmm. also making us more money. And then we have like um, editing services, you know, virtual Twilights, virtual, all that stuff. We just do like a small little f- like a flat rate for any one of those that you sell per image. So that way, again, when they're on site, one, they're operating as their own business, so they are going to treat it with care and they're going to want to get booked again. Mm-hmm. So they're going to build a relationship and then they're also going to upsell because they want to do more work versus if we send an hourly person, chances are if they're like, ah, I don't know if I want drone, they're going to be like, okay because that's one less thing they have to freaking do and they still get paid their same amount for being there so right um, and then but you can operate this way with just 1099 contractors it's the same way the only thing is is you you can't tell them what to do you can't show them any of the techniques or any of that stuff legally so that was the basically way around it is like we can still teach you everything do all that stuff that we would as an employee but you can still operate as your own uh boss outside of it but Uh, Another thing we do is any of these people that come in like realtors, let's Mm -hmm. say they ask for anything that's not real estate media. We just give those to the team and say, hey, Mm -hmm. you're also building a wedding wedding photography business. Here's a wedding photography referral. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. That's not shutter zone. That's you. And so we've done a lot to just give to our team and try to help Mm -hmm. them leave their jobs. Because that was my biggest thing is I was like, if I can get out of working and do what I love doing. I want to do that for other people. And so that's... Right.
0: Sure. Well, so then, so when you, so then when you pay them, are they, are they paying you a commission for the jobs they get, or are you paying them commissions? You know, how does that work? I mean, who, like... It's their own business, but it feels like it's still running through Shutterzone, like it's it running is. through you.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's okay. so it, it goes through the system through HD Photo Hub. They book and they mm-hmm. pay up front, all of it's handled, and then every two weeks we just cut a check like we would for an employee. Um and it just it auto tracks all their commissions. I'm sure sh- I am sure REO does the same thing where it just you can it, put in how much they yeah. make per appointment and stuff. So yeah, yeah it tracks everything I, for I us and that, then yeah. Yeah. And then we just run it through, uh, through gusto and just have the taxes mm-hmm. taken out automatically through gusto sure. mm-hmm. when, when sent to them. Um, and then also, you know, if there's events or any of that stuff, we'll throw up a price and be like, Hey, anyone that wants to do this, you know, we'll pay you $50, we'll pay you a hundred dollars, we'll pay whatever it is. And then we'll just mm-hmm. add it to their commissions and stuff. So, um, but yeah.
0: Right. So their earnings are called commissions rather than, yeah, yeah it's cause they're not hourly. Yeah. 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 So no, um, yeah. Yeah. no hours yeah. so, yeah. And so in California though, we're, we're, we're a bit hemmed in. You, you effectively have to have employees. Yeah. So, you know, we, we can't really go the independent contractor route. I've never heard of a statutory employee, so I don't know if that's something that's available. Yeah. A in lot California, of people not you know, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, and it hasn't red flagged or anything for audits or anything else. Cause it, it feels like sometimes if you were doing, if you're doing some of these things that are a little more, uh, esoteric that that mm-hmm. could be, you know, red flag for the audits or, or you oh. know, doing things the right way, you know,
1: <laughs> I've been audited. Yes. Oh, okay. So, so, and that wasn't because of any of that. That was because, um, a former contractor, Wanted to collect unemployment and decided to that's when he was just a contractor because he was in a different city altogether. He was Mm -hmm. over like two hours away from us. So it was like, hey, anything we get out there, you know, we'll send to you. He was doing everything himself, um, like going out and networking and doing all stuff because he asked what I did to build. So I gave him the information and said, this is best practices. It's not required. Mm -hmm. Went out and did all of that. And then he asked me to buy him a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Company, company, which of course car. you said, yes. Yeah. yeah, which of course exactly. you said, yeah of I was course. like, well, yeah, everyone. I was like, I was like, I'll sell my, my Nissan with the weather stripping coming off of it right now and get you your Tesla. And yeah. we refused of course. And they sent another email trying to pr- like show the analytics of why it makes sense. And I was like, dude, we can't do that for one. You're not an employee, blah, blah, blah. And then he got basically super upset and left the company and then went to try file unemployment and said that he was treated as an employee. And I was like, I've met the guy probably in the last two years, five times in person. I was like, I don't control anything he does. I don't do any of that. So we got hit with the audit, but then the audit went through and they looked at it. And of course they said, Nope, makes sense. I mean, you guys are pretty much operating Mm -hmm. again the same way. And that's what created the idea of the Uber app is the mm-hmm. fact that I got hit with an audit and I kept yelling at the guy on the phone. We're like the Uber of real estate. We're like mm-hmm. Uber, like mm-hmm. people order. And mm-hmm. then that, you know what I mean? So, and then that's when I started thinking like, maybe I should make it seriously more like Uber, like, and stuff. So the, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what created that. But I mean, we've, we've gone through it all. And yeah, the statutory employment was like the safest best way to go about it. Cause otherwise yeah. there's no forced hours well. that they have to work or anything.
0: Yeah, and, and and I think that's a really great lesson. It's something that that we we have talked about a bit that when you are dealing with bringing people on to your company, however you do it, you need to make sure that you're doing it by the book and that how you are doing it um, you know, complies with all your local laws because all it takes is one just and you you never think that it's gonna happen to you, but nope, all it takes yeah. is the one disgruntled employee. And all if they report you to the labor board yeah. and it's like then you're not that you're toast, but it's like, it's going to be a whole pain in your ass. And if you haven't done it right, you are toast. Yeah. And you know, and, and it's like, and, and even little things like we had to d- dismiss an employee once. And in fact, today is the last day of of another employee, but that's, they, they quit rather than yeah. Um. Uh. we fired them. But you know, one of the things in California is you have to cut a check for their entire pay everything they're owed on their last day of work, if they've given oh, you notice or if you're firing them. And so it's yeah. not something that you would ever know unless you look yeah. up or when I knew, when we were going to dismiss an employee, we called the labor board, our county labor board and said, Hey, what do we need to do? And they said, Oh, I'm really glad you called because these are the four things you need to do. And if you don't do that, you leave yourself liable, uh, for this employee to come back and say, yeah. you didn't do it the right way and sue you. So yep. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that, that all that stuff is boring and can see arcane, but it's, it's super important if you're, you're going to be bringing people onto your team, you know?
1: Well, that's why from three to 4 PM at the PMRE on November 6, I'll be talking about the legal and ethical considerations within the business. <laughs> That's part of it. Oh, Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm like, there's more than anything in business is making sure that yes. you are in compliance and you are protected because yeah, absolutely. we there. have,
0: I think multiple sections on that in our course. So, yeah. um, um, all right. Well, man, so that takes a lot of action to do all that stuff you've done. And I think That means it's time for our action items. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let Casey go last. I'm gonna. I'm gonna warm up. He's doing a warm up workshop. I'm doing a warm up uh, action item. I'm going simple this time, and it's actually not one that we really talked about in this. But I think one simple thing you can do to help grow your business is is a bit of a defensive move, but I, I think it's a good one. Is you all have an Instagram account? And I know it's, you know, a little old now, it's like a month old, but get a threads account. It's, it's the new kind of Twitter, um, uh, uh, alternative, uh, that is put out by Instagram, but you can just very easily use your Instagram account to get a threads account. I don't know actually how important that is going to be for our industry. Cause I think Twitter is not like a big, uh, grower for us, but I think you want to make sure that you have your, at the very minimum, you want to have your username that you have for Instagram be on threads as well so that you can lay claim to that. And you want to make sure that, you know, it's just one more place where people can see that you exist and can contact you. So get a threads account. It's pretty simple. In fact, I'm going to do it right after I do this. I'm going to get one for upmarket pod and I'm not going to, and I'm not going to post anything, but I'm going to have it.
1: There you go.
0: So follow my lead people. (laughs) Casey, I'm ready.
1: All right, man. My action item is the book, The Go-Giver. I want you to go buy it and treat it as a Bible for your business because the philosophies are what I applied to mine. And what it basically covers is instead of going out there and being a go-getter and trying to go get all these clients and go get all this money and go get all this business, go out and give more than you're actually paid to do. When I see an appointment come in, that is the bottom line. That's what I'm giving them. Everything else is going above that. It's not where I cap out. So if somebody pays you to do photos, you better be doing something a little extra every time, whether it's, you know, um, providing them a little bit of, uh, exaggeration to their their client clientele you you know you talk them up you edify mm-hmm. them or you yeah. go ahead and you promote their posts on social media for them uh, always doing a little bit more than you're actually paid to do always adding more value because you can and, and always give before you ask to receive and that is the biggest mm-hmm. thing so if you go out there and you focus on parker walbeck talks about it the free to fee i i just look at it as giving more value and Don't trip over a $100 bill when there's thousands of dollar bills up ahead that will add up to Mm -hmm. way more. So just go out and give more than you actually try to get.
0: Okay, so it's the Go Giver. It's the Go Giver. Who's the author?
1: Bob Berg and John David Mann.
0: Okay, The Go Giver.
1: Yep, and they have a few different copies, but The Go Giver is the main one. And the principles and philosophies, it's an easy read. I don't like reading, I always hated reading. I read this book over and over because the philosophies are what created our business and made us, you know, reach a million dollars in sales, you know, during the COVID times. So,
0: right. Well, I'm confident. I see it in you that you are a go giver. And I'm excited to experience that in person. Cause I feel like you, because of that mentality, you're going to buy me at least one drink in Las Vegas oh, when we're there. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> two, two all right. Two drinks. You, he's he's said going, one, so I'm he's going two. to Las Vegas and <laughs> he's giving, yeah, exactly. He's yeah, giving me yeah. <laughs> drinks. So that, that's the, the, that's the kind of guest I like. And so Casey, yeah. thank you so much for talking with us today. And we are excited to see you. And I, I hope a bunch of people are going to, well, you know, I hope you're going to sell out the workshop. Cause I think obviously after this, I think I we're think- all going to see that there's going to be a left. lot of great content in there. Two spots left. Yeah, oh boy, so. we'll run out there and get mm-hmm. it. If you're listening <laughs> to this on Tuesday when this comes out, you bet it's so they're going to be sold out by the end of the day. So get in there, Casey. Thanks again. Appreciate you being here.
1: Thank you for having me, dude. This was fun. This was good laughs. All right. Good info. All right.
0: Okay. Okay. Good. We want <laughs> info and laughs but, uh, on yeah, MarketPod. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. Thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you listen to the next one too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to shoot any Friday night twilight shoots. Thank you for everything.